Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. And from the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned and cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. The show and podcast will inform, educate, and illuminate the transformation, joy, and inspiration architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Hosted by architecture aficionado and principal of Accurate, Tom Dioro. Thank you, Charlotte. Today, we're joined by Todd Shearer, CEO and founder of Flex. Flex believes that a mortgage is a silly way to finance a home purchase and offers the debt-free solution that combines the freedom of renting with the benefits of home ownership and adds new features that are not available anywhere else to home buyers. For more information, you can visit flex.com. That's F-L-E-Q.com. Hello, Todd. We're honored and thrilled to have you on the Modern Architect Show today. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. Uh, Todd, we'd like to share you know, some early inspiration, if you will. What I mean by that is if you can look back as far as you can and see where the inspiration for Flex came from. Is something maybe even in your childhood where you're like, you know, I just saw a better way of doing things and, and this provided an opportunity, if, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. You know, unfortunately, the uh, the impetus for Fleck doesn't go all the way back to to my childhood, but I have been in <laughs> right. real estate and real estate finance for now almost 23 years. But I would say that the main kind of spark, if you will, was, you know, kind of leading up to the 2008 crisis, as we saw, you know, kind of a mortgage get, you know, stretched beyond its capabilities as we wanted to get more and more people qualified for home ownership. And, you know, while in itself qualification for home ownership may be a, a very laudable goal. It's important that you have tools that are capable of dealing, you know, with that new influx of in this case borrowers with regards to a mortgage or homeowners generally. And so really out of two thousand and eight, you know, kind of the initial seeds were sown. And as we started to see, you know, throughout the housing crisis unfold and more and more, you know, kind of products come to market, we saw this as a way to eliminate maybe contract for deeds, things that we think are very, you know, kind of punitive, tend to take advantage of lower income borrowers. And it was really all about coming up with a fairer way to address housing and in addition to just the, the fair way to address housing, it also became we have this whole group of millennials and Gen Z whose lifestyle doesn't seem compatible 
with the home ownership structures that can exist under a mortgage. And so, you know, really as we started, you know, looking at 2008 and then potentially eradicating some of the kind of uglier forms of has the home ownership, you know, Fleck really emerged. And as we started tweaking around the edges, we really felt that we could have a product that addresses what we think are the six major barriers to home ownership that exist today. Yeah. And how, how did you uh, determine the, those barriers? Was it just years of experience, a, a team? This seems like a tremendous amount of information to determine that. It, it is. I mean, certainly, you know, part of the team and also just, you know, kind of years of experience. I mean, we view the, you know, the main barriers to home ownership to be affordability, attainability, sustainability, portability, flexibility, and ease. Now, the the first two are kind of obvious, and, you know, those are really just as they relate to a mortgage. I mean, we want, you know, like a lot of people want to have more affordable, you know, down payments, right? And people don't necessarily need a 20% down payment mortgage. They can get FHA or other, you know, lower down payment options. But those only address affordability at time zero, at the time of the purchase of the home. In our product, you know, costs are shared. So the home ownership costs are shared over the lifetime of, you know, of the alliance. So that's what we call our product. And so, for instance, if you owned 5% of the home through the alliance program, you only are responsible for 5% of the taxes, 5% of the repairs, 5% of the homeowner's insurance, with FLEC carrying the rest of that cost. So we talk about affordability over not just the near term, but the long term. And attainability, you know, as you saw coming out of 2008, mortgages became very difficult to obtain by even the most creditworthy borrowers. Under our standards, we're able to qualify you at what we call rental plus. Uh, so we are able to qualify you much quicker. And we still think very safely as far as, you know, increasing the, the home ownership pool. And we can qualify you in a matter of days as opposed to weeks that it takes uh, with a mortgage. The others are, I think, are a little bit less obvious and, and really deal with the needs of, you know, kind of the millennial generation or, you know, housing people generally, you know, sustainability. You know, one of the things for us is, again, making access to home ownership safely. And so our purchases are all debt-free. You come in as a cash buyer. There's no debt on your balance sheet. So if you're a millennial that's, you know, drowning in student debt or credit card debt or, you know, what have you, when you get a home with Fleck, you have an asset on your balance sheet day one, not debt. Additionally, for most people, when they buy a home and get a mortgage, their credit score is negatively impacted by about 20 points. So that impacts you as you go forward if you need to get a car or, you know, lease to qualify for the most favorable terms. With Fleck, buying a home does none of that. And so we really wanted to, you know, kind of say, hey, this is sustainable. We wanted to make it easy. A lot of the reasons why people aren't uptaking homes is they don't want to deal with the maintenance and repairs and the hassles that go along with that. Mm -hmm. So again, when you come into an alliance with Fleck, we appoint a property manager for your property. So when something breaks at 2 o'clock in the middle of the night, you simply call your property manager. You're not scouring Yelp or Angie's List or mm -hmm. whatever it may be to find the appropriate electrician or plumber to, you know, to sort out your problem. We already have the you know, licensed and bonded repairmen on, on staff and on call. 
But the biggest thing, you know, other than the, the flexibility, which, again, under our program, you decide when or even if you want to buy more equity in the home. Other than your initial equity contribution, if you want to stay a renter forever, that's fine with us. But we always stand by with a price where you can buy some or all of the additional equity in your home. But the biggest game changer, we think, is portability. So if you get a home in, you know, in San Francisco and you need to move to Los Angeles, you know, your current option is basically sell your home, deal with all the hassle of, of, of moving, pay the selling costs, and try to find some place in Los Angeles. With us, whatever equity you've built up in your home in San Francisco, we can port down to your home in Los Angeles or, again, wherever you're going to. We'll take back your San Francisco home. We'll deal with selling it. Or we may want to find a renter for that home, or we'll deal with whatever the disposition is. But you get what we call frictionless moving, where you can just walk away from your home in City A, and you go to City B, and you start with the same amount of equity you had in your home in your initial city. And we think that obviously appeals to the millennial generation who doesn't want to be locked up, doesn't want to be tied down. And historically, you know, for a mortgage, you've heard of the rule of five years, which is if you're not going to be in a home for five years, the cost of buying and selling will basically eat up any value that you get, you know, in home price appreciation or any benefit you get from, you know, not renting. But we've just said, you know, with our program, well, that's no longer applicable. Whatever you've gained in two years, if you need to move, we can simply port that to your new home. And so we just think this is a, you know, a fundamental game changer in how people think of housing going forward. Yeah, that's tremendous. It sounds like I know we, I said at the beginning, but to make something frictionless, I, I like that where you said friction, frictionless moving. Is that correct? That's what we call it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To make it that way, there had to be a tremendous amount of, uh, Oh, yeah, due diligence is an understatement. Just a, a lot of uh, factors that you had to move, eliminate, and overcome to make it that way. Was there a duration in terms of years to where you arrived at Fleck? Yeah, I would say that uh, Fleck 1.0, which really wasn't Fleck at that point, probably started about two and a half years ago. And as we really started to, you know, add on features that took it from, you know, niche housing product to something that we think is available, you know, generally, I mean, oftentimes when people ask me, you know, who's this product most applicable for, you know, our answer without trying to be glib is, well, if you have an 800 FICO score, you have 20% to put down, you never plan on moving. And with mortgage rates where they are, you know, a mortgage is ideal for you. But for everyone else, they may have, you know, reasons to opt into our product. And as we added on those features, it did start to take on, you know, a life of its own occasionally. And we would hit speed bumps and we would need to, you know, pivot and go this direction. And I will tell you that we've made a couple of law firms very happy during the development of uh, of the product. But we wanted to do something, again, that was right from the get-go, you know, so many startups, it's kind of like, you know, ready, shoot, aim. Sure. Uh, one of the benefits of coming from, or maybe not benefits, of coming from, you know, regulated backgrounds previously is, you know, we wanted to get it right. And we wanted to make sure that when we brought a product to market, that it was something that would work broadly. And also something that, you know, we've already ironed out the the vast majority of kinks. I mean, you'll never be able to get them all out, but we feel very confident in the product. And it has taken us a long time to get it to where it is today. Excellent. This is The Modern Architect, KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM. Arts Earth is a nonprofit media organization headquartered in San Francisco Bay Area that promotes the arts worldwide by providing complete event promotion 
or artists, organizations, promoters, and venues. Arts Earth covers dance, film, literature, music, theater, visual arts, and multimedia, featuring original reviews of performances, exhibits, and showings, fundraisers, and live engagements worldwide by the Arts Earth staff. For more information, please visit artsearth.org. We're talking today with Todd Scherer, CEO and founder of Fleck. For more information, feel free to visit fleck.com. That's F-L-E-Q dot com. Todd, you're also an attorney, correct? I have uh, gone to law school, but I've okay. never, yeah, I've never actually sat for the bar. So I want to be okay. very clear about that. Okay. Does that background help you with overcoming an understanding and being compliant within the industry as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it, it helps on a lot of fronts. Obviously, you know, it's been a long time since I sat in those law school classes, but I've been able to, you know, kind of take a lot of that knowledge across you know, my career in real estate and real estate finance. And it definitely jump starts the process. Mm-hmm. And it also helps that when you're talking with, you know, kind of the issue experts, when you, when you have hit a speed bump and you need to go to someone who really has very specific or granular expertise in something, it doesn't take me a long time to get up to speed with the conversation because most of the terms I'm, you know, I'm familiar with, you know, from the starting point. And so it's really a case of, you know, also getting that specific knowledge that those people are bringing. So absolutely. I mean, having the, the broad background certainly helped quite a bit in bringing this to market. And, and how about even selecting the team? Because uh, we're here, obviously, in the Silicon Valley, it's called. But selecting the team is almost as vital, if not more so, than actually the product, service, or endeavor. I mean, maybe you don't share the same opinion but, or, or thought, belief, but how did it also help in your selection of the, your team members? It definitely helps, right? I mean, I'm not sure specifically legally it helps, but it does kind of give you that broad background to, you know, understand the types of people that you want to bring in. It certainly helps with regards to making sure you don't say the wrong things in an interview that might uh, be problematic for you. I mean, but I agree, it's very important. And I think even more important than the hires is getting the right culture. Um, And that's something that we speak quite a bit of because, you know, even if someone might be your 1A choice, but they're going to fit the culture a lot better. You know, I think that's something that you need to consider when building, especially, you know, in a startup where, you know, everyone here is probably wearing five or six hats on a given day. And so you need to be, you know, make sure that your people are qualified and understand what they're doing, but also, you know, understand that some days that, you know, they're going to be, you know, the chief bottle washer as well, right? That those tasks need to be accomplished. And, you know, you may have a C-level title, but you know, you might have to pick up the mail from time to time or send something out. So it's definitely a very important thing to understanding the the personality and, you know, the qualifications of the people that you bring in. Yeah. What were some of the early challenges? I know it's a general question, but uh, some of the early challenges in launching Fleck? I think the early challenges, quite frankly, are are still going on. I think there's a a never-ending series of early challenges because although we have, you know, uh, received a reasonable amount of of attention to the product, it's still an educational product, meaning that, you know, when when someone signs up to buy a home, they may not understand what a mortgage is, but it's fairly ubiquitous, right? The, The vast majority of people who get a home use a mortgage. And I will tell you that the next person that reads all 50 pages of their mortgage document will be the first, but they still have an understanding that if I make so many payments over a period of time, you know, I'll own my home. 
with our situation, you you literally have multiple roles. You have a role as an owner and as a role as a, as a tenant renter. And even though they may kind of understand those roles, you know, kind of generically, they've never seen it in the way that we do it. So there's a tremendous amount of education needs to happen, not just to potential consumers, but also realtors and other people who might act as either, you know, impediments to your business, or they might, you know, be an accelerator to your business. You know, obviously, if you're going to get a home and you've hired a realtor to or a real estate agent to help you, you know, if they are understanding what Fleck is or they're comfortable with it, if you say, hey, have you, do you know anything about Fleck? They're obviously, you know, if they understand the product and they've been educated on it, they're more likely to give a positive response. And if they don't know much about it, you know, just like everyone else, we're going to tend to say, oh, no, don't look over there, you know, to just get a mortgage or something along those lines, even if that person might be, you know, perfect for something, you know, like our product, like the Alliance. So, I mean, for, for us, it's always about education. And as we launch and, you know, look to launch in more markets in 2020, it's going into that market, developing, you know, relationships or partnerships with local realtors and, you know, really focusing on the education component, because we think that if you understand what we're doing, uh, our offering is very compelling. But like anything, new if you don't take the time to understand it or fully understand the its capabilities and complexities that's where the problems can come in yeah can you share with us some success stories of uh, clients and uh, uh, you know obviously you don't have to name names but uh, maybe some uh, experiences <laughs> that uh, you got to see the joy factor of uh, what you're doing yeah, I would say that, I mean, and again, we definitely will, will not name names. I mean, there's definitely been joy factor, you know, in building up to launch and then also afterwards. I mean, but it's also some of the, you know, the downside is what we see a tremendous amount of as well. And, you know, the amount of emails that, that we've received from people who are trying to figure out a way to save their home out of foreclosure mm-hmm. has been, you know, dramatic. I mean, you know, for them, they're, you know, whether they think Fleck is a good product or not, they're reaching out because they're in a position that, you know, that they've been put in or find themselves in that's a very uncomfortable one where they're looking at, you know, having to, you know, sell the family home. Sometimes, you know, when you've been able to come in and, and solve that problem, I mean, that's some of the most satisfying that, that you can get. I mean, obviously, when you're talking to someone who would be a first-time homeowner and, you know, they have, you know, all the fear that goes with that, for most people, buying a home is going to be the largest single purchase they make in their lifetime. And, you know, having them put trust in your product that they think you and this product represents a better way forward than, you know, what has been the the standard since, you know, basically the 30s and 40s when, you know, the government put in, you know, Fannie, Freddie, Ginny to, you know, kind of really create the mortgage market. You know, there's a certain amount of satisfaction that goes with that. So, I mean, I, I think every time we do it, that's a, you know, an interesting success story, you know, kind of in and of itself, just people willing to, you know, adopt something new, willing to go a different path because they feel that they've done the work and they understand it and they think this is the best way for them to go forward. Yeah. How do you, I mean, you don't have to give like your formula or maybe you do have a, a formula or a criteria, reduce or minimize the fear factor with prospective uh, clients? Because it sounds like you have to be part psychologist too. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's really... 
I mean, it just comes back to education, right? I mean, the more educated you are about something, the less fearful you are about it, right? I mean, that's just natural. And so, you know, not only do we, you know, want to get as much education and have FAQs out to, you know, on our website, and we have a customer storybook that we can email that has, you know, more details than you'll see on the website and more, you know, FAQs, but it's also about educating the realtor population because for most people, that's their, you know, that's their main connection in their real estate transaction is the realtor. And so we need to educate them. And so we have gone out and partnered with various realtors. We've been in front of various groups of, of real estate agents to say, look, this is what we're doing. We want you to understand that there are opportunities to potential partner with us. But to do that, you really need to understand a product because the one thing that we don't want are people who don't understand what they're getting into in an alliance, whether it works out for them or not. You know, that's obviously we want them all to work out, but you know, we really want people to understand that the decision they're making and what, you know, what impacts going with Fleck, you know, are versus a traditional mortgage. Yeah. I'm really impressed with your, the, your level of uh, clarity, Todd and Fleck, just, just from hearing you and, and looking at your site and he, seeing some of the, the media stories on you, how else are you getting the word out about Fleck and, and the advantages and at least the awareness? Yeah, so right now we've really been limited to the the national stories and, you know, some of the content we have on our social media. We have, uh, you know, LinkedIn pages, Twitter pages. You know, we're about to start, you know, kind of an Instagram account as well. And it's really, you know, we're really just ramping up kind of the, like the local media in the target market. So in Pittsburgh, for instance, we're just starting to ramp up the local media because, you know, for us, you know, it's, it is truly about you know, walking before you run. And, you know, one of the worst things, I mean, you know, we talked about it with some of the, the vendors we use is even if I, you know, had, you know, $5 million to put on a Super Bowl ad and I could in 30 seconds convince the world of my product, I mean, we don't have that kind of funding right now. So, you know, I, I would fail miserably because we would just create this funnel that we couldn't sustain. And so it's really been about, you know, sustaining that slow growth, getting to, you know, getting the product out there, getting the first ones done, and then, you know, kind of growing from there. I mean, ultimately, you know, we do think this product is, would be a securitizable product. We think this can scale, you know, into the trillions of dollars. So, you know, to get there, unfortunately, you need to do one before you do 100,000. And so, you know, our goal is really only to get to, you know, 10,000 of these done by 2024 and then be able to do that annually. And that's really only 0.1% of our total addressable market. That would make us something on the order of like the 20th largest mortgage originator, which you will have never heard of. Um, so it's not even big relative to the size of the market, but, you know, it's really all about, you know, wanting to do it uh, appropriately and, you know, make sure that, you know, we're growing, you know, obviously as fast as we can, but as responsibly as we can as well. Yeah. I think Charlotte had a question, our, uh, our audio engineer. Oh, well, I have a comment that maybe you might laugh at, but I mean it seriously. I look forward to the day when you're addressing and briefing the U.S. Congress as to how to facilitate a different kind of debt curation, let's call it that. Anyway, it's very impressive, your product. Uh, thank you. We have reached out to several people with little avail now. We don't, uh, maybe as our footprint gets a little bit larger, you know, some, some of those folks will take notice as well. Yeah, persistence pays. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Todd, what, in your opinion, if you're at liberty to even share, what would their fear be? Is it kind of a personality or, or just uh, not long enough yet in the business? What do you, what, what's your take if you, you don't mind sharing? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I don't have any particular insights into their individual states of mind. But again, I mean, I think it's a, you know, I think it's always a risk reward proposition, right? You know, just even taking, you know, the political aspects out of it. I mean, just think about it from an investor standpoint. I mean, what are the risks investing in this new technology? I mean, how, how certain am I that the team has done it right? You know, because no one wants to be seen as, you know, sponsoring the, you know, the next bad technology. Oh, we got behind this, and oh my God, could you, you know, if we could have only seen how this would have, you know, what this would have led to, we would have stayed, you know, miles and miles away from it. So I really do think it's about, you know, building the footprint and, you know, seeing what has happened. I mean, we've already been, you know, talking with a variety of different governmental agencies about, you know, even in the product design aspect, you know, we, we want to do this. We think that we're in the clear. How do you feel about it? And again, just going back to that, you know, prior legal training and being in regulated worlds, you know, to me, the worst thing we could do would be, you know, sprint out of the gates and find out that when we got to the 100 meter mark that we had to stop because something we were doing was, you know, was not appropriate or, you know, oh, we need to tweak this or that. I mean, so it was really about getting that. And I think, you know, circling all the way back to your question, I mean, there's a lot of potential risk in someone being the, the first person to embrace a technology or reach out and say, you know, I want this to be useful. And, you know, unfortunately, in some cases, you know, necessity is the, you know, the mother of invention. And so some of the people that have reached out to us are like, well, we have this housing problem. We have this, you know, is there a way that you can help here? And, you know, it's difficult for us because as we're growing, we can't always help in some of the places they, you know, they'd like us to be. And so that, you know, that also creates a little bit of a push-pull dynamic as well. Yeah. You did talk about minimizing the difficulty, but it also sounds like you're constantly evolving. So you, even though you have a, let's say perceptively, the legislation says, you know what, this is, we're going to go ahead with this. It sounds like even just mm -hmm. the based on the culture that you have, that you're always going to be looking to improve. Is that correct? Well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think okay. that's the that should be the nature of any company, right, or any product. You you constantly want to be involved, evolving, and making sure that you're meeting the needs of your customer or the product or the market you're trying to get at the most expedient way possible. I mean, we're already you know working on you know we we've been talking with people about you know our down payment is between three to eight percent. We're actually you know working with a couple of insurance companies on a way that we might be able to get that down to two to five percent to open the door even wider. So, you know, so again, I mean, I think that you should be, anyone should be constantly iterating and challenging themselves to see what they can do better because without people doing that, you, you never get better and you're left with the status quo. And that's, you know, in the intro, when you talk about the mortgage is a silly way to, you know, to buy a home, I mean, it's, it's really evolved that way. I mean, it wasn't silly when it was, when it was done in the, in the forties, right? I mean, you know, when housing at that point was maybe one to one and a half times people's annual salary, taking on debt to buy a home makes sense. But, you know, home prices have increased and we've taken the average size of a home from a thousand square feet to over 2000 
thousand square feet, and you know the number of mini mansions that you see in any given neighborhood are expanding exponentially, which results in you know home prices being you know two x, three x, four x, you know the average annual salary. And you know, quite honestly, it doesn't make sense to continue to take on debt when the asset is priced such, especially when the asset is is a long lived one. I mean, you know, we use a, an analogy a little bit about you know car lean car loans. Right. I mean, five, ten years ago, the max you could ever get is five years, and that was for you know only the the most credit worthy amongst us. I mean, now six, seven, eight years are very common, you know, and they think they're addressing the affordability aspect of it. But you know, lowering the monthly payment is only one form of affordability. If now I've got to carry that car longer because I can't get out from under it because I'm underwater because I'm taking out a longer loan. You know, have I really helped the consumer? And, you know, I think that, again, sometimes you need to take a step back to go forward in a different direction. And that's what we've tried to do. Excellent. If you can touch again on the, your relationship with realtors and how you kind of go about, I don't know if it's a proprietary and how you reach out to them other than reaching out to them, but how vital is that to uh, the program? Well, you know, I'm not sure that it's, uh, you know, critically vital, but it's very important. And we joke about, uh, you know, we'll reach out to them by, you know, by any and all means, uh, you know, necessary or at our disposal. I mean, we'll call you directly. We'll send you emails. We'll, you know, send tweets out to you. We'll, you know, we do lunch and learns. We, you know, again, it's, and it's all about, you know, kind of making that connection. And, and again, saying that and convincing them, the realtors, that is, that, you know, we're not your enemy. I mean, we're potentially increasing the number of people who will be able to buy homes, you know, nationally, you know, by the millions. So you should really be, you know, interested in what we're, you know, we're talking about and what we're offering. And, you know, some of it is just convincing them. I mean, you know, because realtors generally have been under a massive amount of pressure recently with new technologies cutting their fees. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while that's a, you know, conversation for a different time, you know, our approach currently is, you know, whatever you've negotiated with your client is, is fine with us. We're just trying to get you more clients. And so, you know, we think that from that perspective, you know, we do get, you know, some receptivity once you get beyond the, you know, I don't want to do with anything new. I know how my business runs. I've been running this this way for 25 years. And we still get some of that. And we'll continue to see that going forward. But, you know, if you're willing to, you know, kind of learn about another way, I mean, we think that our product is, is something that has is nothing but upside, you know, to the realtor community. Super. This is The Modern Architect on KZSU, Stanford 90.1 FM. Curiosity is a science and wildlife center that seeks to help children acquire the tools needed to deeply understand the changing world. Curiosity engages and educates families and children through natural animal habitats, gardens, exhibits, and programs that relate to the Bay Area and the global environment. You're invited to become a museum member, to volunteer, or to touch science by visiting and meeting the animals. For more information, go to curiosity.org, and that's spelled C-U-R-I-O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y.org. We're talking today with Todd Shearer, CEO and founder of Fleck. For more information, you can visit fleck.com. Again, fleck, F-L-E-Q, dot com. Todd, if you uh, if you can go back to the Rental Plus and uh, kind of educate us a bit on uh, you know how, maybe how you came about that 
coining that phrase and what it means. Yeah, I mean, sure. What it means is, is fairly simple. You know, as, as I mentioned earlier, we don't use a, a full mortgage underwriting process because, again, we're not evaluating you and your ability to take on debt over a 30-year period. For us, our initial lease terms with our members are only three years long. So there are options once you get to the end of the three years, which is they will generally renew annually if you don't exercise one of the options. But because we're only looking at your capability to rent with us over that short of a timeline, we can use you know credit standards that are much more akin to what you would see if you were going to rent an apartment or what you would see if you were going to rent you know a home from a landlord. Uh, why it's plus is you know we do evaluate your credit and determine how much of an initial equity contribution that you need to make. So we do look at some traditional aspects of of credit like you would see in a mortgage to determine that aspect. And so that's really the the rental the, the plus part of it. But otherwise it's a fairly standard, you know, rental application that you would see when you were if you were just simply, you know, renting a home in an apartment. Yeah. I'm going to jump really ahead of even our first question I asked you about your inspiration is, was there a galvanizing moment or maybe moments where you said, you know what, I think at least somewhat of the framework of what Fleck is now that you, uh, you say, I'm going to go ahead with this and bring this to the market and really help people. Yeah, I mean, I think the the galvanizing moment, and it's kind of an an interesting thing. I always uh, I always talk about the, uh, you know, in prior lives as well. I had run a hedge fund, and you know, when you're dealing with complicated investments, uh, you know, there's always something that you know we would call you know our mother test. <laughs> that if we could explain it to our mothers who have no necessarily financial background, and they could understand what we were talking about then you had something that's something you could pitch to investors that's something that would make sense to you and you know as we talked to you know industry people they were you know oh that's interesting i think you know that could really be helpful but it wasn't really until we you know started talking to people outside the industry and obviously you know specifically our team's families and you start getting that response like wow this could be really interesting i know people that could really have used this or you know those kinds of things i mean so it wasn't one you know kind of specific galvanizing you know light bulb goes on moment <laughs> but it was a series of those when you start to explain it to people who are not part of real estate and you know it goes from you know seeing their eyes glaze over cuz they didn't understand it and you haven't explained it properly properly to, oh, wow, that, you know, they have, they have the light bulb moment. <laughs> That's when you kind of realize that, you know, you, you've now have a product and not only is the product good, but you've gotten to the point where you can explain it well enough that, you know, it's understandable. You mentioned the hedge fund space. Are there any other industries that, uh, you've taken some cues from that are applicable to what you're doing with Fleck? Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, as you mentioned in the opening, we talked about taking the, the best features of renting and the best features of owning and, and rolling things in. I mean, we have taken things that, you know, in some cases liberally from, you know, other models that are already out there. I mean, we think of ourselves as, you know, kind of the next generation of, you know, maybe the least purchase options. So we've looked at, you know, people who are doing that and people in that industry. You know, we've looked at, you know, as difficult as, you know, timeshares can be to get out of the, the fractional or shared ownership is a concept that is very, you know, kind of innate to them. And so we looked at, okay, well, you know, what if we took that fractional ownership and, you know, turned it into, you know, a rental as opposed to, you know, this 
we get two weeks out of every month and, you know, we don't know what the costs are and, you know, all the things that, you know, people may, you know, feel against those. But it was really taking, you know, a lot of things from existing constructs and saying, well, wait a second, what if we repurpose these? You know, what if we, you know, do it this way or thinking about what it means to be a homeowner and think about just society at large and how they think about home ownership and why aren't millennials, you know, taking up home ownership in, in broader, broader amounts. It was really all of those things. And it really is, you know, we kind of, you know, think of it as a little bit of a quilt, you know, a little patchwork of, you know, we borrowed this from them and this from over here. But when we, you know, we put it all together, we, you know, we really do feel that it was something, you know, novel and new and something worthwhile. Yeah. And relevant to the, the quilt, and I'll go back again to the uh, culture, uh, Fleck, what type of individuals that you, you like to bring on board? They seem to have to kind of, he said before, wear a lot of hats. Do you see that being a prerequisite for prospective uh, employment at Fleck and just the people you bring on board that they have to be that kind of dynamic? You know, I think for now, yeah. I mean, eventually when you get to the point where, you know, you've created, you know, the appropriate divisions of labor and, you know, you've you, all the processes are isolated and you, you know, have a large organization, then you're hiring for specific skill sets. But right now, I think you're hiring for specific, you know, personality types, right? Or, you know, I always say that I, you know, I want to hire someone who's smarter than I am. You know, I'd love for you to be taking my job one day. That's the, you know, that's kind of the goal so that you get, you know, smart, talented people and you let them, you know, do what they're capable of. And, you know, and, and unfortunately, sometimes you end up doing things that, you know, you might consider to be a little bit below what you intended. But, you know, you got to have fun doing it and you got to be prepared to work, you know, long hours with, uh, you know, a bunch of people that you hopefully should know and like. Oh, so, uh, Mr. Fleck, I have a question for you. I'm, I'm looking at your very nice website, and I'm looking at the question where it says, where is the Fleck Alliance available, and that you'll be rolling out in limited markets in 2020 to eventually expand nationwide. And I just want to know, what are the constraints that, you know, will, will hold you back from being nationwide, even just like, I'm in New York City, and I, I, can you take my phone call and work through a a situation that I want to do in Manhattan? Is there just a lot of legal underpinnings that have to be done in each state, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. So what we are doing is in, in providing our product is uh, for most states, we are conducting real estate activities. And so Fleck needs to be licensed as a broker and have a broker of record in every state in which we would offer the Alliance product. And so, you know, it's a and real estate licensing and applicability is a very kind of fluid situation. Some states you can work in even if you don't have a license, if you've got a cooperative agreement and, you know, all of those things. But we have right now, even though we're strictly still in the Pittsburgh market, we have licenses that would allow us to go into seven states basically immediately. But right now we're still making sure that, again, that the growth is is sustainable, is manageable. We, you know, we haven't forgotten something about the process and we'll be expanding to states and, you know, whether we do that by acquiring a, a, you know, a local realtor so that we can get the license that way or whether we'll bring on people that, you know, have that requisite licensing to get into those states that, you know, that'll be a, you know, kind of case by case basis as we determine what markets that we want to go into. Wow, it's very exciting and very impressive what you're working on. I think I highly recommend you get your messages out to uh, college students, you know, so that they know that there is an option outside of 
the norm, which they probably don't really want to hear about. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I know, I mean, I ended up coming out of law school with a significant amount of debt. And the last thing I wanted to hear about was, you know, how was I going to spend money that I didn't have? But, you know, the, the funny thing about, you know, shelter is whether it's through home ownership or something else, we all, we all need it and we're all going to spend money on it. And so coming up with a way that we can get, you know, people access to home ownership because, again, for the vast majority of us, it's the largest the largest purchase we'll ever make, and it's also the single biggest generator of wealth for most people in the country as well. And so, getting people into home ownership and being able to get into early and not have to worry about what happens if I'm going to move because I just took this brand new job in New York or D.C. or wherever, and I don't know that I'm going to be here very long. Giving people options where they can still be on that path to home ownership to still be building something for themselves and not just be throwing, you know, kind of rent away. You know, we think is something that's very important to to what we're doing. Yeah, Todd, have you seen or have you heard of uh, any of the traditional mortgage sources adopting or at least a little curious about what it is that you're doing at Flight? Yeah, absolutely. We've we've received uh, you know a handful of of inbound calls, you know, kind of regarding the product that are from people in mortgages. And again, because I've been in real estate and real estate finance for as long as I have, I still have a lot of contacts in the mortgage business, and they've you know pinged me with emails or or you know LinkedIn comments or or those types of things. Really more you know trying to figure out what you know what we're doing over here. But you know for us, it's you know the product is so very different than a mortgage it you know you know someone had someone had asked us uh in an interview well what do you see is the difference between you know a, an alliance your product and a mortgage and you know we you know I, I answered by saying that a mortgage is a way to buy a home an alliance is a different way to experience home ownership i mean it just I mean, it just changes the fabric of the transaction. So it's not something that, you know, we even really worry about a mortgage company starting to do because it's just different, you know, and it's not something that with their existing, you know, kind of infrastructure, that's something that really makes sense for, for what they do. You know, they would need a property manager instead of a servicer. You know, all of these components are just different. And again, you know, one of the, the hallmarks that is, that I think is, it really sets us apart is the equity component. So in a mortgage, you know, if you put, you know, if you're buying, just keep the math very simple, you know, a half a million dollar home and you have to put 20% down, you think you have 20% equity. You really don't. I mean, that's the first loss piece for the bank, right? We saw that in 2008 when your home price goes from half a million dollars to $400,000, all the equity that's been lost is yours. Mm-hmm. The bank is still, you know, 100% secure. With us, the process is very different. When you come in with in buy-in at, you know, 3 to 8% equity, you buy in at 5%, let's say, your equity is your equity. And so, you know, we'll revalue the home every year. And based on what happens with that, we change the value of the equity in the partnership. So, again, just to kind of keep math very simple, if we bought a $100,000 home, the alliance may have 10,000 units that we would value initially at $10, right, the value of the home. If in that next year the home price goes up to 110000 those units are now worth $11. So you, we, FLAC, effectively get to monetize a little bit of home price appreciation when you buy those shares. However, the converse is also true. So that if that home falls to $90,000, 
it's not like you've lost all of your equity. Your equity still has value. It's less than it was before, but you can buy in at that $9 a share price. And so there's, you have real equity with us as opposed to an insurance piece for the bank. And we've eliminated the need for strategic defaults because you can buy in at that now lower price. So if it falls 20%, those shares in, in that example would be $8. And so you're getting to monetize that, the price of that home basically as it stands. And we do that on a yearly basis. We've, we've looked at doing it more often. We actually at one time looked at doing it on a daily basis based on an algorithm, but it, it turns out that we couldn't get comptable with the numbers. They just were producing non sequitur results way too often. And so we've, we just said, you know, we think a year is a good time. And it also allows people to essentially, you know, pick us off, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've, you know, just if you're in a calendar year and you're coming to December, you know we're going to revalue it in January, but you think that home prices are up 10% in your area, you can still buy at that old price until we revalue it. We're happy to get you into home ownership. We're happy to get picked off like that because, quite frankly, the more equity you end up owning of the home, the less likely we are to see a negative outcome on the lease or any of the other, you know, portions of the alliance. So, it's just a completely different mindset. It's a different way of approaching a problem of, you know, how do we, you know, get sustainable, longer lasting, you know, home ownership for our customers. Well stated. This is the Modern Architect, KZSU, 90.1 FM, Stanford. The Tulani Senior German Shepherd Rescue focuses on helping German Shepherds with limited life expectancies due to terminal illnesses or simply old age. Tulani rescues dogs from shelters or other life-threatening situations and provides needed medical and physical support, finding good homes where older shepherds can live out their lives with dignity and love. The organization now serves dogs in all of California and Nevada. You can learn more about Tulani, adopt a dog, or donate to help underwrite costs by visiting tulanidogs.org. That's T-H-U-L-A-N-I dogs.org. We're talking today with Todd Shearer, CEO and founder of Fleck. For more information, you can visit Fleck.com. That is F-L-E-Q dot Com. Todd, I know we, obviously the, the focus is home ownership, but is there uh, in the future for commercial as well? You know, I don't think that we have an application to commercial properties. There, there are a lot of different structures that are already available for commercial properties. And some of the reasons why we can offer the product I think as, as fairly in a, in a true partnership as we can, as we do take advantage of certain, you know, tax provisions that are really only available for rent, uh, for residential real estate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, while there might be some sort of offshoot that goes to commercial real estate, I mean, the product in its main form is strictly limited to residential real estate. And one of the, the key, other key factors is it has to be for an owner occupied housing. So this isn't something that an investor can come in and take 5% and then rent it to someone else. This is strictly for owner-occupied housing. Okay. I, have you seen a, uh, if there's such a, a thing, a tipping point, for lack of a better word, where this is, uh, you may be a point where at least a third of the population is aware of uh, what you, you're doing at Flick? 
Yeah, I think we're a long way away from that tipping point. So, um, okay. you know, we're happy to have everyone, uh, you know, shout it from the rooftops about uh, about Fleck. You know, we're very pleased with some of the, the the national stories that we've that we've had written up about us, and we've had a very nice article in Yahoo Finance and Housing Wire has now done, I think, three or four different stories about us as well. And we're constantly, you know, kind of trying to get that message out there because, again, I think that, uh, you know, our main goal right now is is literally not to do alliances, but it's to educate the people that, you know, the, the consumers that this product is available. I mean, obviously, we're very happy when we do an alliance. But, you know, for us, I mean, success is is almost more measured by the amount of people that know the product exists and have an understanding of the product than getting, you know, five of your best friends to, you know, to do an alliance for you. So, I mean, that's, you know, we're still way away from that tipping point and we will continue to push that boulder up the hill until we get there. But, uh, I mean, I would imagine that we are years from, you know, to getting that kind of recognition, as strange as that sounds. I mean, that's just, it's just very difficult to break into a market where there's a product that like a mortgage that is just I mean it's so dominant so ubiquitous you don't even think about another way to get you know home ownership it's so it's a it'll be a long slog but we look forward to that day yeah you know it sounds like I know it we've talked a lot about the uh, the technical and the uh, the transactional facet of uh, purchasing a home but it sounds like uh you guys care am I being a little Woo woo was well, saying that, or uh, well, look, I mean, you know, yes, we do care, you know, and I think that's, uh, you know, anytime you're you come up with a product whose purpose is to find a better way to do something. You have to care. I mean, you have to care one way or another. I mean, maybe you were personally affected. You know, for me, it was just seeing, you know, kind of firsthand the large scale effects of, you know, of 2008 and the subprime crisis and thinking that there had to be another way and having, you know, at that time, you know, 20, you know, 15 plus years at that point of experience in the market. I mean, so, you know, so we care. It's, it's important to us. And, you know, because, you know, in anything that's taken, you know, two years to develop and, and two years to get to market, uh, a little bit longer to get to market, actually. But, you know, you have to care about it. Otherwise, you know, why do you get up in the morning? Why do you do it? I mean, I could, you know, I could have a much easier position working for someone else rather than trying to do this. But, you know, you do it because you care about it. You do it because it's meaningful. Yeah. Todd, is there, uh, this has been outstanding. Uh, it's been a real pleasure talking with you. Is there anything that we may not have touched on that you would uh, may like to share with your, your audience today? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, you know, the real things are, are things that we've already talked about. It's, it's about, you know, being open to looking at the, you know, another way to do things. And it's about thinking about your situation. And, you know, what have we said, you know, are these barriers to home ownership things that affect you? You know, if they are, then, you know, we definitely want to, you know, have you reach out to us. We do maintain uh, a newsletter on the website. Uh, it's about a quarterly, you know, plus or minus, you know, kind of newsletter. And, you know, we use that to, you know, to make sure that we're staying in front of people that have expressed interest, but maybe in markets that we're, that we're not yet able to service, whether, you know, we just haven't gotten there or whether we don't have the licensing to, to get there yet. So, you know, for us, it's going to be, you know, you know, please be a little bit patient. Uh, we've gotten so many emails. Uh, when are you coming to this area? When are you coming to that area? And 
we wish we had a, you know, a calendar that we could say, oh yeah, it will be there, you know, April 15th or whatever, <laughs> you know, wherever the day may be. But unfortunately, some of it is, is based on, you know, just the real estate rules of a given state. Some of it is based on, you know, uh, demand. Some of it is, it's based on so many things. But I mean, just know that we are, you know, trying to get there as, as, as quickly as possible. Obviously, it's not in our interest not to be able to serve potential clients. But, you know, when you deal with, a, you know, kind of the regulated world and you do have uh, requisite licensure, you know, we can't be everywhere at once. And we would have loved to have been able to, you know, be national day one and be able to say, well, we can do it in, you know, in San Francisco and Miami and Dallas and New York and Chicago and, you know, Las Vegas and everywhere else, you know, day one. That just wasn't really practical or possible, you know, from a, a requisite, uh, you know, from the licensing requirements uh, for the product. So, you know, I, I just, you know, be patient. We're trying. We'll, we'll get there as soon as we can. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Todd, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you as our guest today. Thank you very much. Not a problem, Tom. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Thank you. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been Todd Shearer, CEO and founder of Fleck. Fleck believes that a mortgage is a, uh, a silly way to finance a home purchase and offers debt-free solution that combines the freedom of renting with the benefits of home ownership and adds new features that are not available anywhere else to home buyers. For more information, feel free to visit Fleck.com. Again, that's Fleck, F-L-E-Q.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. The Modern Architect is recorded at KZSU Stanford University's studios in Stanford, California, and on location. Today, the recording engineer is Charlotte M. Thornton, Chief Engineer Mark Lawrence, and we're all assisted by Lexi Nealon. And the executive producer and host of The Modern Architect is Tom Dioro. If you wish to contact us, our email address is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews with an S at kzsu.stanford.edu. And without hesitation, Mr. Fleck, I've already signed up for your newsletter. So exciting what you're doing. Great. We appreciate that. Yeah, I did as, again as well. So, uh, Todd, I, I really loved having you on our show. Thank you very much for... Uh, considering being here. We're really happy you, you chose to do so. Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals Use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. Modeler.com.